Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Joy City. This is a weekly blog and podcast hosted by yours truly, Stuart Welch. I'm the lead pastor of Life Connection Church located in Modesto, California, and I want to invite you in. Join with an amazing community of friends that are quickly becoming an intimate part of my daily life. I'm, I'm your host, and I'm excited to hear your stories and deliver great content that can change your life and truly transform as we celebrate the greatness of God and his presence in the very moments every day in our lives. Because knowing the creator, the grand weaver of our lives is present with us, and then it's up to us to lean into that presence. It can be revolutionary for so many of us. So come on with me as we enter into the gates of the city that we call Joy City. You see, Joy City isn't a geographical location. It's a place where we find our joy and happiness in the kingdom of God. Following hard after God and fulfilling the call of God in our lives. It's a place that welcomes us all with open arms. In Joy City, faith is all important. Our trust and confidence in the ways, will, and word of God. Now, let me hip you to this. Jesus never uttered an opinion. (laughs) He never had to guess. He didn't give us sound wisdom or a keen observation like Solomon in the book of Proverbs. Not at all. Jesus's words are the essence of truth. And when we adhere and follow them intently, we become stronger, healthier, and joyful. Understanding that Christ overcame the world. And for me and every other resident of Joy City, this brings great rejoicing. Now, I'm so excited. I'm glad last episode, you know, we're, we're working this thing out. We're putting it together. But I'm so glad to be joined by my co-host, man. He, you know him as John Cunningham Jr., but we intimately call him Brother JC. Uh, man, I just admire this brother. Uh, he's been on a faith journey, and I'm glad and excited to be able to call him my friend. Brother JC, God bless you, man. Welcome, welcome, man. I'm so glad to have you next to me, man. How you feeling today? How you feeling? I'm uh, feeling great. Lucky to, um, proud to be here. Not lucky to be here. We're glad to be a part of uh, Joy City and be a resident uh, so that we can impart truth, power, and exhortation to the body of Christ and the listeners that are out there this morning. Man, I know that's right, man. I know that's right. I think it's when we really lean into the very understanding that God is present, that he's everywhere uh, at all times, he can truly astonish us. He's just uh, so amazing that way. But I think we can sometimes just go about our days really kind of oblivious that God is actually present in everything we do. Yes, so very true. Got to have a kingdom mindset. Yeah, you know? that's that that's definitely it. You know, you and I, you know, we 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 came out of, you know, with this law enforcement background and uh, you know, it was something that every day, you know, we entered into that briefing room. Uh every day that we went in there and we took time to brief so that we would be prepared for the shift yes. that came ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you fast forward that spiritually and God deploys us every day 
to be out mm-hmm. here working for kingdom business. And we need to have a briefing every morning. Now, it's not held by the watch commander. It's not held by the sergeant <laughs> of that particular shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's held by the Holy Ghost. And we got to press in and have that briefing every morning and say, okay, God, how do you want to deploy me today? Uh, how do you want to use me today? Uh, you know, how, how, how do you, you know, do you have some daily routines or disciplines, you know, that you kind of press into that, that would act as your uh, daily briefing? Absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, start my day off uh, with intimate prayer with God. Uh, I do a worship setting. Um, usually while I'm in the gym, I'm getting my worship on. And then I just sit quietly and, and meditate on what it is that God would have me to do mm. and how he would have me to do it. What do I need to be aware of or be sensitive to this day? Um, it may be something in my own household. It may be something on the job. It may be something in the community. Um, but just, just being mindful of the fact that uh, there is a purpose for today. And that God can use me for that purpose. Man, that's wonderful, man. That's so wonderful because, you know, when we're looking and we're searching and we're seeking, uh, God will deploy us uh, on his mission. And, you know, that's the call of our lives. I know sometimes people think, you know, and and maybe some of you that listen to this podcast and you may say, well, you know, I'm not a minister. I'm not a preacher. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not active you know, in, in the church, like that's, you know, that that's kind of not my life, you know, but you know, the Bible is clear and it says that we are all ministers of the faith. Uh, and he calls us to be ministers of the word is reconciliation. And Mm -hmm. what that means is that we're bringing everybody back to God. What I, what I find really interesting, man, I want to see your thoughts on this is, you know, as I was reading through the book of Acts the other day, you know, it says that as they went about, they had to persuade people, right? (laughs) You know, because, you know, everybody has different backgrounds, different journeys, different experiences, uh, you know, and, and, and really even their understanding of who God is and how God relates to mankind. And it says that sometimes people have to be persuaded. And what I was telling myself was, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Because yeah. If, yeah. if people lean into the persuasion, that means at least they're having conversation with you. And, you know, we're, we're in such a divisive time in, in, in mm-hmm. our, in, in, in the state in which we're, we're living right now that, you know, I mean, even families uh, are finding themselves in ruptured relationships because, you know, you may believe in mask or you may uh, be uh, uh, against mask or you may be uh, uh, anti-vaxxer or you may be one who trusts the vaccine or, you know, we just saw that, you know, with this big battle going on, uh, you know, with yeah. these megastars uh, over these mm-hmm. podcast rights and different things like that, just because we disagree on opinions. But man, when you can sit down and reason with one another, man, that that's just huge, man. I mean, I know you're a life coach and and you got to persuade people every day that, hey, that's not working out for you. Yes. How, how do you, yeah. you know, how do you kind of view that when you're, when you're facing maybe a client you've talked to, you know, four, five, 15, 25 times and, and you still got to keep plugging away at it. Yeah, it's it's you persuade people with information. 
right? I have something that you need. Mm. I have something that will be beneficial for you in order for you to uh, have the effect and change that you need in your life. And with this information, if you apply it and use it, it can change your situation. That's what the disciples were trying to do uh, in the book of Acts. They were mm. trying to change people's situations. I do it in my everyday work. Um, I have information where I change people's situations. And so the information is key, right? And, and when, when you have the word of God, when you have uh, the, 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 the power of God through the word of God to transform people's lives, uh, we're doing the work of Christ, whether it's in the church on our jobs or in our communities, we're doing that work. Man, that's that's what I'm talking about, man, because, you know, sometimes I think, you know, where where we can miss it at is that in everything we do, we want to be able to honor God, you know. Yes. And, you know, the word tells us, and, and this is why we always encourage people, hey, read it for yourself. I mean, I'm excited that <laughs> people are listening and downloading the podcast. I'm excited, you know, that that people come to the conferences and the seminars. I'm excited that, you know, people, you know, come to church services or small group or Bible study. I mean, I'm excited, but, you know, we always want to channel them, you know, to the word of God, and we always want to push them that way because in the word of god it says them that honor me i will honor you know that yes. that's what god says and and jesus who just repeats the very words of god he says listen if any man serves me him will my father honor you know yes. and sometimes yes. Yes. you know we look back and we can look at Old Testament examples, you know, and what comes to mind right now is, you know, Eli, uh, who raised up Samuel, you know, Eli had some sons and, you know, the sons were just doing stuff, man, that was dishonorable to God. And, you know, we know yeah. honor follows honor. And, yeah. you know, when the person of God just sets his heart to honor God above all else, we know that God will accept the intention <laughs> As fact. Now, now this, I think, brother, is where people kind of, you know, can can miss it because people think that we have to be perfect. Like as as a Christian, you have to be perfect. And because I'm not perfect, I'm not going to church because I'm not perfect. I don't want to be around perfect people because I'm not perfect. You know, I I don't want to sit in the group, but it's not perfection. It's holy intention with God Mm -hmm. that makes Mm -hmm. all the difference. David, the Bible says, is a man after God's own heart. And we know that he would had imperfections, you know. Yeah. So, you know, when we're persuading people back and forth, I think that's half the battle because people, well, yeah. I'm not going to that church because those people think, you know, they're perfect. They don't ever make mistakes. But, oh, yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> brother, yeah, we've made yeah. a mistake or two in, 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 in yeah. these uh, 50 some odd years we've lived, haven't we? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I think, Pastor, the, the, the word that you used earlier, intention, right? Uh, when intent uh, outweighs the, the, the outcome or, or is greater than the outcome of whatever it is that we do right or wrong, I, I, I believe that we can honor God with that. Um, when, we look, when, we, when we look at many biblical examples, we see that many men uh, intended to do the right thing, mm. but they failed. H- however, yet uh, many of those men are in the, the, the faith hall of fame in the book of Hebrews. 
you know, and so when, when we look at intent, uh, I intend to do the very thing that God has called me to do uh, because I love God. Yeah. Because I want to honor God. Uh, but when we do it for our own selfish vainglory, mm. uh, I think that that's where we miss it. Man. When, we, when we do it as unto ourselves, uh, yeah, it, it, it becomes a problem for us and a stumbling block because now God has to undo or correct uh, what we've done uh, that does not honor him or honor the people of God. Amen, man. Amen. And and to me, it's it's the beauty of community. Uh, it's the beauty of togetherness uh, that, you know what, we're on this journey together. I mean, I, I, I don't have enough fingers and toes, man, to say how many times, you know, you help me uh, to get back up when the, you know, the, the body blows of life, uh, you know, took the wind right out of my sail, you know, and I, yes, I know that yes. it's vice versa, you know, and that's, yes, you know, yes, and that's sir. the beauty of relationship. It's the beauty of community. And, you know, sometimes, you know, this is why I always kind of, you know, revert back to, you know, our law enforcement history is because we didn't agree with every person that we work with. We didn't look True. like them. We didn't talk like them. We didn't act like them. Uh, but we were a team. And we, yes. and, and that meant we had an objective when we started our shift and we had an objective and we wanted to help people and we wanted to be benevolent and we wanted to do, you know, whatever we could, you know, the models on most of our cars, you know, are to protect and to serve. And, you know, and it's the same thing in the body of Christ. So let me let me shift gears a little bit while while we're talking there, because yesterday, you know, and I, and I, I know, you know, out there. Uh, you know, that there may be some people that just despise uh, people in uniforms. They may despise, you know, the police. They may have had a a bad encounter. They may have had someone, you know, unfortunately and, you know, tragically killed or something mm-hmm. like that. And they, they may hold a opposite viewpoint. And, yeah. you know, yesterday I was watching the funeral service of Officer Ty Linehan who was killed over in uh, Sacramento County and he's an Elk Grove officer. He's riding into work on his police motor and he was hit and killed. And I was watching that service and, you know, it reminded me, you know, here we are doing a podcast, you know, about joy city and, you know, we want to celebrate and, and rejoice and everything. But I watched, you know, his little children, And on the back of the program, his daughter had wrote a letter to him and talking Mm -hmm. about he was her hero and things like that. And, 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 you know, and it, it, it really, you know, just really impacted my heart and, you know, loss is hard grief and mourning. It's hard. And, uh, but Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn. How do you, how do, how do, you know, we, we want to be in joy city. But we're going to experience moments in our lives that that really do take the wind out of out of our sails. What do you you know, how do you you kind of deal with, you know, situations that are so tragic in the lives of people? It may be the death like Officer Linehan. It it may be your house burning down. We just saw what a week ago we went through these tornadoes that just, you know, destroyed communities and cities. And, you know, the people have nothing. 
uh, how do you rejoice? How do you how do you celebrate God in that? Uh, it is a challenge. I, as you were speaking, I'm reminded uh, when I was a rookie officer, uh, two of our officers in Richmond were killed mm. um, in a domestic violence incident. Uh, one of those members was on the same team that I was on. And then another one, the other officer was my FTO. Mm. Um, and so from the law enforcement perspective, you never want to see those who pin the badge and strap on the gun, uh, the, the gun belt, the, that old Sam Brown. You don't, you don't ever want to see them fall because irregardless as to whether or not we agree ideologically um we're still a family yeah and we still yeah. depend on each other uh but looking towards uh, you know how we're dealing with uh death and tragedy um I rem i'm reminded um of a song that says uh tragedies are commonplace mm. um all kinds of disease, diseases people are slipping away <laughs> it says the economy is down and people can't get enough pay Woo! but as for me Woo! all i can say is <laughs> thank you lord for all that you've done for me wow. we have to cherish the memories of those who have been called home yes it's painful uh we're all going to go through it as long as we take in air into this body, into these bodies. And we're also going to uh, have to learn how to move beyond the pain of loss. You see, uh, we, we loss is something that uh, we don't really deal all that greatly with. You know, we, we a, a loss of a house, a loss of a loved one, a loss of a job, um, be, because the standard of our society says that those are the things that we need. Man. However, if we would just allow ourselves to rest in the bosom of God. Yeah. In the times of trouble, he can be your refuge. He can be that safe place. Man, I, and, I know. And so hold on to that. Yeah, and, you said and know a lot. That God, God can do it. Uh, you may not believe in God. And, and 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 that's okay if you don't believe in God, but you can give him a try. Amen. Right? Amen. You, you, we'll try anything. <laughs> Most of us will try anything. Give God a try, even if you don't believe in him. Well, because you, nothing you, can take that pain away. You, you know, it, it, it makes me laugh, brother, because, uh, you know, and, and, and folks, listen, don't don't kick me out to church. Don't don't put me out. Don't put me out to church <laughs> when I say this. But. But, brother, I got in a fight in a club one time, in uh -huh. a nightclub. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got in a fight in a nightclub, man. Now, I'm not, not going to say that, that I lost a fight. I think it was a draw. I think it was a draw. <laughs> I think we both got, got, you know, gave each other the business. But, but you know what, man? I was back at that club the next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it, it yeah. makes me laugh because people have a bad experience in church. You know, or maybe somebody says something to them or looks at them a certain way, you know, and they say, see, that's why I don't go to church. That's, you know, it's what we call church hurt. Right. And and, mm -hmm. and you know, people get hurt. But but, man, I got hurt in the club, man. I had a swole eye, man. My lip was cut up, man. I've been <laughs> bleeding all on my new suit and stuff. 
But you know what, man? I went to the dry cleaner. I, you know, patched myself up, man. And I was back in the club the next week, man. It, it didn't persuade me uh, from not being in the club. You know, I wasn't tripping right, on nobody right. fighting with me, man. I was, I was back at the club. But, you know, here Job is. Makes mm-hmm. me think about a man who has been through so much. And, you know, his wife comes to him and, you know, says, why don't you just curse God and die? You, you know, mm. I mean, it doesn't get too much worse than that. I mean, we've lost everything we have. We've, you know, even our kids have been killed and, you know, everything that we have, we have lost. And you know what Job says? He says, though he slay me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yet yeah. will I trust him. Ah, yeah. But yeah. I will maintain my ways before mm. him. And that's what you were talking about. And, you know, to every listener out there and to you and to me, myself, you know, we have to encourage ourselves to yes. trust God, that God knows what he's doing. He never makes a mistake. Unfortunately, we do live in a broken world and tragedies are occurring every moment of every day. Uh, we responded to calls after calls after calls. I yes. mean, things yes. so heinous yes. we don't even want to talk about here on the mm-hmm. podcast. But unfortunately, we're in a broken world. But yes. Jesus yes. says, I'll never leave you. Nor shall I ever forsake you, and I'll be with you until the end of time. And I know you've had these experiences with God as well as I have that, you know, in some of our darkest days, man, in some of our lowest valleys, no one was there but God Mm. by his spirit. And when we were shedding those tears, we still had the strength to hold up our hands and we still worshiped him and we still honored God. No, it does not feel good. No, Mm. it does not seem like it's really working for our good. But the Bible says those who yield to it, if we will yield to the work of God in the midst of our lives, it'll bring bring forth some good fruit, you know, and and that's the passion. And I think that's why we need each other, Uh, not just you and I, but we need to invite as many as we can into the circle. So that we can always be encouraging each other. Because I'm not going to be on every day. You're not going to be on every day. But if I'm I'm off and you're on, well, then you can encourage me to be on. And you can remind me. You know, the Bible says that we overcome not just by the blood of the lamb. We're thankful for that. And it says by by the the word word. of our testimony. Yeah. Because we've seen God do it before. Amen. And yes, we know yes. that it's just a light thing to him. Yeah. Got to have a good support system. You know, a, a, a good support system will take you a long way. One, because you have people who are invested in your journey. And then the second half of it is they keep you, they hold you accountable. Right. And so, and so having that support system, it's vital in, in your, in your life walk, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are invested in your journey. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is our ability to walk in humility. And unfortunately, you know, that's a word that's not highly embraced in our society. Yeah, because, you just said a cuss word on, man, on the podcast. Man, you said brother, brother, I, I, I understand <laughs> that there are moments in my life almost every yeah. day where I just got to humble down. 
I got to humble down. And I'm not talking about just before God. I mean, many people can do that. I'm talking about with others. I got to I got to humble down, man. And I got to be able to say, brother, what's your thoughts on this? What what do you think Mm -hmm. can help me on this? What you know, I I have to come to the point where I just don't know Mm -hmm. it all. Yes. Yeah. And be okay with that. And be okay with that. And be okay with that. Man, we got to wrap this thing up, man, but we're going to come back and revisit this. Man, we yes, we got yes. so much more to just chop up about this. But, uh, man, I always love having you co-hosting the show with me. I always love, man, just, you know, our time together. And, I mean, man, I'm so appreciative for, for all that you do to support and encourage, uh, not just, you know, the ministry, uh, but, man, in, in a personal life. And, uh, man, I'm just glad to be able to call you my best friend, man. Uh, my BFF amen. forever, man. <laughs> amen, amen. You know, the, the, the half has never been told. The half has not been told yet, brother. Amen. So we got a lot more to, to talk about on this podcast. Amen. So with that, we're going to wrap it up today. But I want to leave you with this. So when God opens our eyes in Joy City, we can clearly celebrate others for our differences we can support one another in our efforts and we can cheer one another on in the spirit of unity because we understand when one wins we all win you see no one can come face to face with what god is like and ever be the same so we want to welcome you to joy city seeing his true image it will it will touch the depths of our soul And behold, in his glory will renew our minds, transform us, and give us strength to live this life for him. So, my friends, we invite you. Come on in where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. JC and I, we invite you to be a part, to be residents, our neighbors in Joy City, a place where the body becomes stronger and our love for others only increases. Well, I've enjoyed being your host. You can comment below. You can email me at Pastor Stewart at Life Connection, the number four, Christ.org. Or you could call our church office, 209-522-3583. Hey, we're not afraid of differing opinions. We're not afraid to reason with you and have a conversation with you. So if you differ with something that, you know, myself or Brother JC has said, hey, give us a call. Drop me an email, make a comment below, and man, we'd love to have you on the podcast and love to hear your thoughts and your opinions. Well, God bless everyone. It's been a pleasure. Brother JC, as always, man, it's great to have you with me today. Thank you. Thank you.